Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's Empower Your Oils, episode nine. <laughs> and today we're talking about the oil of boundaries. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of doTERRA essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Jutera essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Hey everybody, it's Janet. I'm happy you're here. We're talking about the oil of boundaries, which is clove. Oh my God, clove. I love clove. I'm really excited because finally it's starting to get a slightly cool here in Colorado. I know it seems like you would think it was really cold here, but it's been like in the 70s. It's like still summertime almost. It's pretty freaking fantastic. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, it's, you know, almost the middle of November and it's still 70 degrees outside and sunshiny. It's yeah, really great. But at least it's cool in the morning. So now I can feel like, it. you know, I can have some warm drinks. So it feels like it might be becoming winter. So tonight I'm having hot buttered yum. Hot buttered yum. So basically what I just heard you say was that you're so excited it's cold in the morning so you could have hot buttered yum. <laughs> you get out of bed when it's cold and have a hot buttered yum. Hot buttered yum. 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 It makes your day go much better. <laughs> oh my God. I love hot buttered rum. So I don't know what the difference is with your rum and yum, but I love, I love that you're calling it a hot buttered yum. So what... What the hell is in a hot buttered yum? Well, there's rum. Rum. And there's butter. And oh. there's um, some dark brown sugar. And then I added clove and cassia oil and ginger. And then you put a little bit of vanilla syrup in it and a sprinkle of nutmeg on the top. Wow. So you're drinking butter right now. Butter and rum. How, how much worse could it get, you know? <laughs> it sounds amazing. No, it sounds like truly amazing. Awesome. I'd actually never had it before, and it's really pretty yummy. You've never really had a hot buttered rum? No. I'd never oh, my God, and here I am pulling your left leg. I thought, actually, that's hilarious. That, I used to love to drink that all the time, but not necessarily in the morning when you get up, like you drink it. Well, I have not drank it in the morning yet, but you never know. I might try it. <laughs> morning is my favorite time to drink. So believe me, hot buttered yum first thing in the morning would be fabulous. So fabulous. <laughs> oh my God. Well, welcome everyone. This is Gina and I'm uh, as always thrilled to be here. And of course, I think this is our third recording of the day. So we're pretty loopy and having a blast and having so much fun. And it's a is it a super moon? Is it really, is it called a super moon? It's like the most super moon in the last, I don't know how many years. Yeah. So it's like the superest super moon and we are super. <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh. I'm drinking, I'm totally being sacrilegious today and I'm drinking, I'm calling it Gigi's boozy yogi tea. So I have this yogi 
tea recipe that I actually make for all my yoga retreats. And it's a very cleansing, detoxing, lovely, delicious, yummy, yummy, very healing and healthy tea. And I decided today to make it with red wine. And so, and to add clove essential oil to it. So it's interesting. I've never had it. I'm kind of doing experiment. I would consider it to be very, very similar to a mold wine. And as a matter of fact, when we post the recipe, I'll probably just pull it up there um, using the mold spices, <clears throat> even though that's not exactly what I did today. I like that it's hot. We're both drinking hot drinks again. It's so fun. We don't have, we have no idea what we're drinking, but each one of us is coming to with the podcast. So yeah, because I don't usually know until, you know, three minutes beforehand what I'm going to make, so. Yeah, and I'm not like that because I got to go to the store and buy all the stuff. Well, actually, I did have to go buy some dark rum, so I didn't have any. I was going to say, but you probably had butter and brown sugar. Absolutely. I had everything else. And that's kind of how I judge it if I've got pretty much all the ingredients around. It makes it way easier. Awesome. So... I feel as funny as we are, and we're being super playful and fun, and we're having a really freaking great time today. Clove is powerful. I I love that it's the oil of boundaries, and I suppose that, um, I mean, I think that we're still going to be playful and fun, but I, I, I guess I want to just kind of preface this whole episode with the fact that boundaries, so I always say that expectation is a leading cause of disappointment or expectation is a direct ticket to hell. And I feel like boundaries are almost as, as important to realize that so many of us just really don't fucking have any boundaries. And that's probably one of the greatest lessons that we can learn is to, to in, to be authentic is to learn how to have, have really good boundaries. So we're going to talk about some other different things, but I guess I just love to have you really think about like, what are your boundaries? Do you have them? Do you know what they are? I mean, I think even some people can be too stringent. Like, oh, I'll never do that. Or I can never go out with a person like that. Or I will never do that. Like the whole word never is such a big word, but I think that it's like almost this pendulum that people either have no boundaries or their boundaries are so freaking rigid that it's just interesting. So it's a fine line. It's just kind of an interesting thing. So I'm excited to see what happens and what flows through now that we're very open. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've always had a few problems with boundaries myself because I'm kind of a people pleaser and I like to not, you know, I let people trample over my boundaries all the time when I shouldn't. So um, I think this is a great little resource to know that maybe I should get up and put a little bit extra clove on every day when I know I'm going to be around people who push my boundaries. Mm-hmm. When what's just really freaking hilarious is when you get to your favorite use, you actually do put it on every day. So. Oh, I do. <laughs> so maybe it's like, extra. maybe it's going into this entire whole thing of why we do this podcast, which is to bring in that extra, that little bit like, oh shit, when I'm rolling this on my body, which you'll talk about in a second where you're putting it for you too, because that's even more powerful just saying just like wow I'm putting on the oil of boundaries and this is going to empower me to um, have better boundaries so yeah I think that's great because I didn't actually realize that's what clove was until we started doing the research for this cat this podcast so yeah it's really interesting 
that yeah. kind of our body knows what we need before we do. <laughs> I've known I've I've known it just because of the sexual healing work that I've done. Um, so I've known that clove was the oil boundaries for for a while, but um, I just love that you put it on every day. So a couple of cool things that that clove also does is it's a powerful antioxidant. It can support cardiovascular health, thyroid issues, infection, teeth issues. One great thing is smoking addiction. So I've always taught people black pepper is the way to go. And, and in my research, I found out the clove also. So clove and black pepper are two oils to um, sub, subdue smoking cravings. And I was just noticing today, I was at the grocery store and I was, I was, I was like, I feel like everyone in that whole parking lot was smoking. And I, I don't, I guess I just don't associate with that with it much anymore. So I, I get all surprised and I'm like, damn, there's a lot of smokers here. And I was a smoker, so I'm not like totally in this judgmental space, but I, um, I was just, I still am surprised sometimes when I see so many people still smoking after they know that it's absolutely killing them, you know? Yeah, me too. It's always shocking to me. Of course, I'm the opposite. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, so I don't understand the whole process at all. So yeah, you also don't like bread because you can't eat it. So I was just thinking, and I, I like donuts. And so that's, that's just as much almost as killing myself as cigarettes. But anyway, we digress as we often do. So I'm just going to talk about my favorite thing. I broke this tooth about a year and a half ago. It was right before I went to Nepal and probably the dumbest thing I could have ever done is gone to a third world country with a broken tooth, but I did it anyway. And it was in so much pain and it was horrible. And who even knows what sort of something happened to it. But I did some research and I found this really great little, um, I don't know what you call it, blend. So I made a little tincture out of peppermint clove on guard and cayenne pepper. And I'm telling you guys, my, my face would just be like, aching and pulsing and I swear to God it was going to explode and I would put that on with a toothpick and literally almost immediately it would go away. So this has nothing to do with boundaries. This definitely has to do with the physical the physical aspect of what it did. But clove oil, anytime I have anything to do with my teeth or gums, clove oil is the first thing that I uh, I, I pull out of. So that's my favorite use of it. Well, my favorite use is something I use every day and I made a little blend in my in a roller ball and I use frankincense, myrrh, lemongrass and clove and it's for thyroid support. So I roll it on my thyroid area every morning and every night before I go to bed and it's to support my metabolism. So hopefully it's working. Hey, I thought you were using geranium. Did you oh, take I, geranium out of it? I guess I forgot. I have I have geranium in there as well. Okay, cool. Like it's totally fine if you took it out. I just I I always give geranium as thyroid support, and then you were the one who was like, "Well, did you know this? Did you know this one? Did you know about this one? Did you know?" And I'm like, "No." So oh. yes, I did actually. I forgot that I put that in there. Yes, I have all all of those in there. And I love that you um. Like okay, so now you have this whole awareness that you're putting freaking clove, the oil of boundaries, on your throat. Yes, I don't know. What's what's that saying about what my throat like? So I should have boundaries on what comes out of my mouth. Well, hello, yeah, <laughs> your truth or saying, you know, no, the the word no. I'm gonna look up um, throat on Louise Hay and just see what it has to say. Oh, well, yeah. something else while I'm looking up thyroid. I was just thinking how interesting that is to have some boundaries on my throat chakra, which boundaries. is your communication 
center. And so, you know, sometimes I say more than I should. And sometimes when I should be saying no, I say yes. <laughs> and maybe a lot of the time I say yes when I should be saying no. And so it's really a good thing to have some boundaries against, you know, what I'm accepting into my life and what I'm not. So I think that's great. And um, there's a big, there's lots of power in saying no to someone. And so I think Dino is going to say this, but I'll say it now. Um, when you say no to someone else, you're saying yes to yourself. It's true. So, you know, and no is a complete sentence. You no. Know, why you're saying no. No is such a complete sentence. Okay. Do you know if you have hyper or hypo? Hypo. Hypo. Okay. So Louise, hey, so just thyroid thyroid in, gen in general relates to humiliation. I never get to do what I want to do. When is it going to be my turn? The mantra is I move beyond old limitations and now allow myself to express freely and creatively. So that's creatively. <laughs> I can't say that word. Can you say it? Creativity. No, creatively. Oh, creatively. Creatively. Yeah. Okay, and hypothyroid, specifically hypothyroidism, giving up, feeling hopelessly stifled. I create a new life with new rules that totally support me. You should write that down. You should. After I, you should, we should never use should. Should is like shitting. Shitting. So I'm, I'm shitting on you right now. As Amy Smith was say, I'm not accepting any piles of shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to highly invite you to write down, I create a new life with new rules that totally support me. I love it. That you could say now that you're rolling on this oil of boundaries. The cool thing is frankincense is the oil of truth. So that's, it's just so much fun. That is my, that's like, I'm just in love with that little rollerball that you do every day. Okay. Thank you. And it's, I was just going to say, um, I just got done reading um, The Big Leap by Gail. Gay Hendricks, and they talk about the limiting beliefs and our our limiting beliefs of what we do and where they come from, and so that's interesting. Louise Hayes also got something about limiting beliefs in there. Yeah. So what's going on with you, Janet? Well, I mean, no. I, <laughs> there's lots of stuff going on with me, but that's our podcast is not long enough for this to go on. But <laughs> <laughs> not true. We have an unlimited number of episodes. I do think that. Um, I mean, like, we're just real freaking people. So, of course, we have shit going on all of the time. But, um, well, my, yeah, my limiting beliefs seem to be going on around, you know, receiving money for what I do. So I've got to really dig into where those beliefs came from. And it may be that, you know, I'm in the creative field. And so, you know, artists are always starving or something. Which is not true. Which is not true. And I've just kind of, you know, my mom would always say, well, you better take some I'm now I'm dating myself, but you better take some typing classes so you can have an office job instead of being an artist. <laughs> Even though I've now spent 30 years of making money in the arts and graphic design, so obviously not true. <laughs> and you you know how to freaking type. And I do know how to type, which is yeah. weird. Now I have to type every day. <laughs> so this kind of leads us into the ritual of the day. So with the with the with clove being the oil of boundaries, we were thinking about like what ritual do we want to have them do a practice? What do we want to do? And so Janet was talking about the power of saying no and saying no and saying no to, to someone else is actually saying yes to do to you. So for an example, if 
Janet's like, um, so come on, let's go dancing. Let's go out with all these new people. And I don't really want to go because I don't, I just, I don't want to go. I just, I want to spend maybe some time with myself or I'm tired. And I, if I'm really bitchy, if I don't get enough sleep and I know this about myself. So normally I'm party party girl, but if I would have said no to Janet and gone out dancing, I would have had a blast. There's no doubt about that. I would have had a good time. And then the next day I probably would have been hungover. I would have been tired and I wouldn't have been like fully present for where we were at. And so I was able to say, no, you go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and go back to the room. And, um, that was hard for me to do. It actually really wasn't that time because I've had a lot of practice, but, um, in the old days, probably not too long ago, I would have totally gone with her, even though I didn't want to. And what I was saying yes to was me. And so think about now the next time you say yes to someone, are you saying no to yourself? Or are you saying yes to yourself? Like another mantra I like to say is what will serve, what will serve me the most? So what will serve you the most next time that you're faced with the situation of having to make a choice or a decision or a or uh, accepting an invitation or agreeing to make 10,000 fucking cookies for the bake sale or, you know, like what, what are you saying yes to that? If you have to do it, you become resentful or you just are miserable. So start thinking about that. There's another teaching out there. What's that dude's name? Mark Manson, I think. Mark Manson. We're going to put a, we're going to put a link on the website to his article. It's really kind of related about, relationships and it's a really great read it's a long read but it's a great read but um the the short philosophy is it's not a fuck yes it's a no and when I first read that I was like what are you talking about because I feel like even though I'm Aries and I'm all in or all out I do feel like there's like well I kind of wanted to go and I'm maybe well maybe I'm gonna go and truthfully if I'm a maybe generally if I really sit with it I'm a no so I love this whole, it's kind of radical and it's kind of dramatic, but if I'm not a fuck, yeah, like I am in, I'm in it, then I'm a no. And when I started living with that perspective, it, um, and having the power to say no, it kind of changed me. Janet, have you lived, do you live by that philosophy? Have you played with that a little bit? I'm trying to. It's kind of hard for me. You know, adaptability is one of my things. I'm a go with your flow girl. And so, and everything sounds fun to me. I mean, if it sounds fun, I'm in. And so even though it may not serve me, I'm trying to be more discerning about that. And one of the ways is I've come up with like six of my core values or, and then also with Danielle Laporte, um, she has the, your core desired feelings, which are to me a lot like your core values, but not quite. But so if you have those values that, you know, you want to stick to, or, you know, you want to feel, I always want to feel empowered and I want to feel playful and I want to feel creative. And if what you're asking me to do is going to not make me feel that way, I really should say no. Mm, Like, can you come over to my house and clean my toilets? (laughs) Oh, that I can say no to. Here's actually a really, this is, this is actually a, a pretty, common thing that Gina will ask Janet. Um, so I'm doing this thing on Friday. This is like Thursday night. Is there any way you can make me a business card by tomorrow morning at 10 AM? I always say yes. She always says yes. She totally should be like, are you fucking kidding me? No. But I've been doing something I love. I mean, it's creative and 
Yeah, but come on. To work with you, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we all have work to do. So, um, and I do love that you were talking about the um, the core desired feelings from Danielle Laporte, not only because I'm getting into that work, but I feel like that takes you into your body and our body always knows. I've always said your body always knows. Our body is our inner compass. And if you give yourself time to really sit with what the answer is, I wholeheartedly believe your body will tell you. I, I'm sure you've heard of a gut feeling or you maybe gotten sick or, or something has happened and prevented you from doing something. And that is clear clear indication that your body is like no fucking way so the the more sensitive you get or the more in tune with your body the more sensitive you get and to your inner compass so okay so a ritual really is just for you guys to say no so we are asking you to say no as much as you can in the next seven days and in that it's not to be a dick. It's not to be like, you know, no fuck you or something like that. It's really to take a deep breath. When someone asks you something, if it doesn't serve you, if it doesn't serve your highest good, if it, um, if it's going to totally mess up your whole day, <laughs> or if you're just a people pleaser and you're like, well, I don't know. She does so many nice things for me. And, you know, I feel like I should have to, I, I feel like I have to, like, if you're saying this, like, I feel like I have to, uh, like, really take a look at that. Really take a look at that. Um, and we don't have enough time to get into all of the teachings of it, but getting into your authentic self and really speaking your truth, it, 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 there's so much of it that comes into boundaries. Well, and even if, you know, you're saying no, like, a telemarketer calls you and says, Oh, do you have time to take a survey? And you can just go, no. <laughs> yeah. no oh, and did we say no is a complete sentence? Did we talk about that? We did. No is a complete sentence. And you yeah. Can no. One thing I find that we do is that we're freaking liars and not even that we're being intentional or mean or like nasty, but it's like, no, I have something else to do. Well, if you truly don't have something else to do, you don't need to be saying that. Technically we need no justification about why we're saying no. And for some reason, society has made this whole thing about you got to make shit up or you got to be like, I'm busy that day or I have another appointment or, you know, like no is a complete, no is a complete sentence and you can be kind and compassionate and loving and you can always say no, thank you for the offer. No, thank you for the invite. No, I appreciate you asking, you know, so I love that, Janet. Something's very simple. And how often do we say, can you, can you, would you like to be on this email or can you give me your phone number? Or a telemarketer, will you vote for someone? You can just yeah. say, oh, thank you. And a lot of the time, I mean, I think putting, because me, it's like, I feel like I'm hurting everybody's feelings. And oh my God, they're going to think I'm a bitch because I said no. And really, they're just asking. And then you can say, well, thanks for thinking of me. But I, I'm going to say no this time. Yeah. One thing I love, um, so I love, there's a... a communication workshop and uh it's called a cuddle party where you actually it's a non-sexual event but you go cuddle with people and they have these laws of cuddling and it's all really teaching you the power of no but I love in there they have you practice saying no to each other but then they have you respond with the answer thank you for taking care of yourself so as a little extra credit I'd love to say that if if someone actually says no to you you respond with thank you for taking care of yourself 
because I think that that is an important message just as much to commend other people for saying no to you. I love that. I've not heard of that. Before. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's it's a cultural take- norm to, to not, you know, feel bad about saying no. And we should affirm that it's good to say no sometimes, yeah. even yeah. if, you know, you're really mad because they said no to you. Yeah. I really wanted them to go do something stupid with me or something, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or even something really important. You yeah. know, like, I mean, the thing is, is I think so many times we take it personal. It's like, oh, well, Janet doesn't like me because she's not going to stay up till four in the morning because my emergency should be her emergency. <laughs> or, I mean, even if it was something really important, I know I had a friend who was, um, she applied for, to do a Ted talk and it was on a weekend that I was already involved in a workshop and I didn't, I, I wasn't going to be able to be there for her. And I feel like that would have been such a horrible disservice to our friendship and it was something that I was already signed up for months and months in advance. And so I, I literally would not have been able to support her in that. And there is like this little bit of a like, oh my gosh, how could I do that? She's there for me all the time. And it wouldn't have served me to try and, you know, like. Totally rearrange your life around totally it. Totally rearrange my life to please her. And um, so anyway, just, you know, this is all food for thought. and and. And there's so many deeper teachings on, on boundaries, but we hope that there was a little eggshell that cracked for you open to think about how often do you say yes when you want to say no? How often do you not say no just because you might feel like an asshole or you might feel like it might hurt someone's feelings? And how often when you say no, do you make an excuse or you lie or you can't feel like you can just be honest? You know, like I feel so many times that we lie about it because we don't want someone to know it's, it's all about people pleasing and not wanting to have someone be mad at us or have them think a certain way about us. And really it just doesn't fucking matter what other people think about us. A lot of the times it's for your friends and if they're your friends, they're going to accept you no matter what. And they love you no matter what. So, and this time you may say no. And the next time you may say yes, it's not a permanent situation. Totally. I think the other thing too is, a lot of times our friends, I know when people tell me no, generally I'm like right freaking on. Like it's about freaking time that you're taking care of yourself. And <laughs> I, and in some ways they're, and I've said that before and they're like, well, why are you asking me then? I was like, well, I'm going to ask. I mean, the worst you can say is no. Right. So it, I, I, there are other people I could ask, but you might be the person that I would want to spend the most time with. And, and that's not a guilt trip. That's just an honest to God truth. But if someone's saying no to you because they need to take care of themselves, then that's, really freaking awesome and it has nothing to do with you yeah and that's really the best part it's you know most of the time it it isn't going to hurt somebody if it does hurt their feelings you know so what but you know it's serving yourself is the best thing yes what will serve you the most what will serve you and if it's not a fuck yeah it's a no so anyway yeah our challenge is to say no for the next seven days and see what happens and see how you feel and kind of experiment with it and play with it. And of course we would love your comments below. We would love your comments on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. So please stay in touch. We um, love you. Welcome to the holiday season, whatever the holiday season is for you. Um, Or even if that means nothing like it is for me, except we're really enjoying the hell out of the twinkle lights. Yay. Come visit us at empoweryouroils.com. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Please visit empoweryouroils.com 
for information on purchasing Deutera essential oils, to receive fun free downloads, and even a variety of not-so-free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog. Or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.